Well, hey, everybody, it's Ray Hughes, lead pastor at the Foundry Church, and this week on our midweek conversation, I'm having a very special guest, Lo Alleman, and our very own Jeremiah Law, who works in student ministry here at Foundry. Um, we're going to sit down and talk about a special night of worship on Good Friday this year as part of our Holy Week services. Um, it's going to be at our Jones Road campus, Friday night, 7 p.m. You're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss this conversation as we talk about um, how God is is using um, the creatives in our midst to help us come to life to the message of Easter and the resurrection and the life that Jesus offers us through his resurrection. So I'm super excited to share this conversation with you. Uh, also, just remember to be sure to click follow or subscribe here on the podcast so that you get the newest content whenever it rolls out each week. And and be sure to share this content as well as to invite others to these special services at Holy Week and our Easter celebration, which might be a time that people that don't have a church home would be willing to come to church and worship. And so if you're in the Houston area, we'd love for you to come and join us at Foundry at either of our campuses or wherever you're listening. I encourage you to not only worship but bring someone with you that you might share this message of life through Christ. Uh, So okay let's jump right into this week's conversation. Well hey everybody Uh, thanks for tuning in today. I'm excited to welcome Lo Alleman and Jay and Jeremiah J Law our guy and uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up good Friday and a special time that we have planned as we journey towards Holy week. And, uh, we we're closing, we're rounding the bend. We're coming close to the, what we've been looking forward to in Lent, which Mm -hmm. is the celebration of the resurrection. Can't have a resurrection without the death. And so good Friday is always a very meaningful, uh, you know, time, but we, we have something special planned and Lowe's going to be joining us. Um, yeah. As a special guest, I know a lot of our folks um, aren't familiar with you. Maybe a few are if they followed Seedbed because you've done some work with Seedbed, quite a bit of yeah. work with Seedbed. So why don't you just take a moment and introduce yourself first off the bat? Yeah, friends. Uh, Lo Alleman, uh, spoken word poet and creative and author with Seedbed. Um, kind of got in, invited to the uh, Wesleyan world through the New Room Conference and just kind of been writing and creating in that stream ever since. So yeah, I, I do a lot of spoken word poetry, which the very first new room they invited me to come and share and uh, just instantly had a relationship with all the people up there in Seabed and discovered what Asbury was and the borderline cult that John Wesley has created for himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I've uh, since been like, you know, employed in different Methodist contexts, uh, worked as a youth pastor uh, at, University UMC in San Antonio, then came out here and worked at um, the Woodlands United Methodist Church, and just been in the Methodist world for a little while as a creative and as a minister, and just really thankful that for the doors that Jesus gets to open up, it always seems to be around with Wesleyan people, which is super fun and, and cool for me. And so, yeah, I get to do this creative art as an as a component of worship, and I'm excited I get to do it with you guys. Well, we're new friends, you and I are. I know you and Jeremiah are close, but. I've always appreciated your contribution to New Room. We've we've gone many times, and and I've seen your other places as well. So, just thankful for for the unique contribution that I think is very needed in terms of creative arts and the church and our ability All to right. speak across cultures. And mm-hmm. um, you know, so I think 
some some folks might be wondering what is um what is it um spoken word how do yeah. I make sure I say this right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're spoken spoken word poet is that is that how yeah, man. okay yeah picture picture Hamilton but for Jesus that's kind of the vibe <laughs> I love it that's like the perfect pitch honestly <laughs> yeah come on come and on. Th- and then they can look you up you got a lot of your work is on there you're pretty active on social on instagram uh, apparently i need to be more active on there but yeah pretty <laughs> decently active so the overall gist is you know poetry has been around forever um and as a way of wanting to express something and being creative that's something that humans are kind of like designed for because we're made in the image of a creative god and one of the one of the pitches i, I continue to make uh, with me and my team and, and me and jay logan talk about this a lot is that we're not just created in the image of a creative God who creates just for the sake of it, but we're, we're created for something, right? Uh, first five words of the Bible is in the beginning, God created. And so this, this creative God is not just, you know, arbitrarily making some stuff to be impressive. But he's creating a space for communion with his people. And uh, I, I think it's what we're called to do as well. And so I get to write and not just like, you know, trying to be Hamilton. Um, but, but I think there's something that creative art and literature can do to elevate our perspective on who God is mm. and the narrative he's inviting us to find ourselves in, specifically with Lent. Like Lent, like you said, is a journey towards something, right? And so we are, we're on the journey towards seeing the resurrected Christ in all of his glory, uh, seeing him sit at the right hand of the Father. And that's beautiful and amazing, but there is a hard journey to that point, to that moment that I think our, our fast-paced and just the way we're kind of wired, we'll want to skip over the journey of it and just say, hey, let me show up at Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Lord is inviting us to do, though, is to see how he's moving in this narrative. And, and some of the low points actually show us how he's present in our low points as well. And so uh, I get to leverage art to kind of point out, hey, maybe God's not just trying to get us to the, the destination, but there's some beautiful things that we can see on the journey. Um, and so I, I make a bunch of bars <laughs> and, and poems uh, trying to navigate that with people. And I think it's really cool. Awesome. How do you and Jeremiah... How did you guys get connected? I pretty much raised him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we we actually met. I was I was speaking. I think I was doing poetry for a youth retreat. Youth camp, we yeah. first connected, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it was it in Houston? Oh, uh, the breakthrough. So it was a bunch of like Methodist churches. Yeah, a bunch of Methodist youth. Yeah. Churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I actually I wasn't living in Texas just yet. I kind of was still just. Uh, I was living in Mississippi. I travel around to do poetry here and there. And they had booked me to come and share. And so I, I tend to, you know, do the poems in the middle of a worship set. And so I, I kind of have a bunch of free time <laughs> other than that during the camp. And so I, would, I typically like to, because I did youth ministry, I'd like to hang out with the kids, play basketball with them. And I would go play basketball on the courts. And Jay law would be out there hooping with them too. And so we just connected over basketball. We then found out we, uh, we both like dance, both like fashion, both love rush hour. Uh, I'm really wishing so, this was a video podcast right now because I would ask Jay Jay Law to do a little dance break right dance now. for us. <laughs> oh, he's got it. Yeah, you, we're saving it for Good Friday. We're saving it for Good I Friday. I think there's a video hey. on YouTube somewhere of that too. There's, there's a number of videos. <laughs> there are several videos. Several videos. But yeah, we we ended up connecting at that camp, and then he came out to San Antonio for. I think I think you were doing. Uh, were you doing? I'm. I'm not gonna lie, you. I I just drove to San Antonio to come see you. On to be honest, ah! <laughs> I thought you had like some uh, like some school stuff there or whatever. But also, San Antonio is a cool city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ended up connecting there, and then uh, moved out here, and like been the boy ever since. Yeah. And you got a you're you're married, and have a couple kids, right? 
Yeah, man. Our squad's going to be there on Good Friday. Awesome. Tell us about your family. Yeah, man. We have a uh, we have two kids, two little ones. Maverick is my son. He's two years old and a hot mess. Beautiful little hot mess. Uh, and then my daughter is four, and she's pretty much running the world, um, starting with our house. And so we have a two-year-old boy, four-year-old girl, and then my wife Erica and I. We've, we've been together. Yeah, we've been in 2003 in seventh grade. Um, so we've wow. we've been rocking for quite some time. And right down the street from us, you just moved in, uh, I think, right? Yeah, man. That's what I heard. Yeah, not 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 long. So we, I came out here to work at the Woodlands Methodist Church. Um, and still would do ministry with them. You know, I, I speak uh, at their church every now and then. But transition from being full-time working there to just traveling more, sharing creative art uh, in different worshiping contexts. I do a lot of campus ministry stuff. It's so all come and speak at Christian colleges and um, obviously, you know, conferences like New Room and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but then also just get to help create a team of creatives here in Houston that are trying to posture their hearts towards Jesus as well. Um, Which is kind of like a nice segue into what we're going to do for Good Friday this year. It's going to be very different. And I just yeah. want you guys mm-hmm. have been at, at, the, at the center of planning this event. Yeah. And I, I'd love for you to just share for a few minutes. Yeah. No, I mean, so first of all, I'm super excited you get to, to be with, with just our church. I mean, you've done stuff for students, but just yeah. to get to be with our whole congregation as a whole and... Yeah. Um, I, I just know even in the way we built up Good Friday, like this is not, this is going to be a very different type of service from what we've done in the past. Um, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of based around this 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 creativity that we, we like to talk about. But it's going to be a very creative night, I think, with you coming in and a lot of other elements. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be different. And I think for a lot of people, what would you say, like, we're not just, and we've had conversations like this all the time, but we're not just doing a creative thing just to build up hype like we're we're doing this yeah. cre- like creativity is the medium for in which we gather mm. together as much as like you yeah. go to like a, an art museum or you go listen to a concert a lot of it it's it's not just about um being a spectator and watching this display but it's about gathering together right and so i think for you Absolutely. and good friday what would you say like what are we gathering for like what is the reason for for gathering for this type of community like what are we communing with. Yeah, I, I think I think what happens on on the night of Jesus' betrayal and arrest, he does what we're going to try to do, right? Mm. He invites people to a table to share a meal, and it's a it's it's not magical bread, it's not magical wine, it's it's everyday common bread and wine, just like we're going to use everyday common language. Um, but but he leverages this this normal interactive experience to shape the imaginations and the expectations of what's about to happen in them. And so Jesus invites them to a table that is going to forever shift their perspective. And they don't even fully get it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but afterwards, in the wake of what they've done, they've engaged in something that says, I'm, I am participating in, I'm, I'm literally sharing in the body and, 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 the, and the covenant of uh, what Jesus is about to do. And so for us, I think we're, we're inviting folks to a space that is, I mean, even if worship has become like a normal thing, if it does, if, it, if an everyday experience as, you know, bread and wine were, um, we want to help invite folks to say, hey, this isn't just a regular service or uh, we're just going for the motions of like, you know, Christian ritualism. Mm-hmm. But there is something special that the Lord is doing and has done through the sacrifice of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's a sobering reality one that we have to sit in and posture our hearts toward, and it's hard to, to, to wade in the death of our savior, but it's what makes Sunday so special. Yeah. And so what we get to do is we get to like gather around, use some everyday language, but leverage that in a creative way 
um, to help see how like this this moment is 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 paramount. It is, is necessary for us to to fully appreciate the weight of what Jesus has done. So I'll be sharing some poems, um, which would be cool. We'll also be singing some songs that maybe you're familiar with. We'll also kind of sing them a little different, um, or, or or maybe even some songs you haven't heard of. Um, and, and we'll read the scripture of Jesus's journey to the cross uh, emphatically. And we'll use all of these different art mediums for the sake of letting us kind of be in this sobering reality of what our Savior done for us. Yeah, yeah. And what I love, like, I, th- I think we talk about a lot of people just like to skip to Easter. Um, mm-hmm. And I think when we talked about planning this thing, there's a lot of like, there's no closure on Good Friday. Like, if you're if you were no. a person at that time and you saw Jesus die, like the next day, you're like, what? There's no closure. Like, what what is going on? Yeah. I think for a lot of people too, when they go through life, yeah, we we pray and we we trust in Jesus and we have hope. And like, when we get mm-hmm. to that point where Jesus, where where God does something in our life that brings us victory, like we love that. But a lot of times, for a lot of people, yeah. we're stuck in that in between of like, there's a lot of death yes. and, and there's a lot of no closure in our life. And so I think that's that's mm-hmm. why Good Friday is important for me because honestly, that's that's a lot of the reality that people live in more than just the singular mm. moment of victory. Um, and that's, yeah, and then when we all come together and we participate, we all realize like we are, we are all going through that. Um, together. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and I think what the, what the cross, what the cross has become for a lot of us as like this sign of, of, of hope and victory, which it is that absolutely. But the, the cross is before it becomes, you know, this, this, this triumphant symbol, it is a, it's a tool of destruction. It's, it's a tool of, of of pain. And so what the Lord is doing in this redemptive moment is he's saying that which was meant for evil, that which was meant for harm, I have not leveraged and used for good. And, and that's what we get to do on, on Friday is, is, is sit in the hardness and not trying to fix it ourselves, but just waiting in the hardness, trusting and believing and waiting for Sunday to come because we know that God's going to leverage that thing for good. Um, and so we, we bring all that we carry to that. I think what's cool about doing poetry is that I get to help like embody certain emotions or um, it's not, I'm not making this up. This is something scripture does, right? Like a third of scripture, I think 387 chapters are, are is poetry, right? It's, it's God using creative art to help engage our hearts and our feelings and our emotions. And he's doing that on purpose. Like he wants us to know we can bring all of that to him. In fact, he's inviting it. He's stirring yeah. it up saying, bring to me all of this stuff that's heavy and hard for you uh, and watch how I leverage it. Um, doesn't mean he's gonna make it all easy, uh, or it's all gonna be comfortable, but he's going to use it for his good. Um, that's the redemptive work of Jesus. And so, yeah, we get, we get to celebrate that together and it won't always feel like a celebration, but it is one. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So all of you listening, you should, you should be there. Show up. Yeah. When and where? When is Good Friday? It's uh, April. No. <laughs> I think it's on a Friday. Pretty sure it's a Friday. I think it's on a Friday. <laughs> Good Friday, 7 p.m. at the Jones Road campus. Yep. Right? And as you guys were sharing that, I think this is a really good, and I wonder if you'd speak to it a little bit. Um, and I'm kind of riffing off a, a, a Bible scholar hero of mine who says, um, who leads our Holy Land trips. And uh, he always tells us that walking the land and learning the land um, – brings us to life to the text. Sometimes we say that we're bringing the text to life, but the reality is uh, the text is alive. The story is mm-hmm. alive. What we're celebrating, uh, what we're remembering on Good Friday, on Monday, Thursday, the whole week, a Palm Sunday, all the way through Easter, that story 
is alive. It is real. It is the truest thing that there is. Jesus is alive through his spirit in our midst always every Sunday. But so often we just walk through the motions and we aren't alive to the story. We aren't engaged in the story. And I think what's beautiful about what you're doing is the creative art is not about bringing the story to life. It is about bringing people to life to the story and engaging us in a new way in which we can hear the story, receive it, but also put it into practice in our lives in a real way where it's not just this abstract theological thing that we say we believe and, you know, we're Methodists, so we believe this, you know, and I've heard (laughs) people say that all the time. I'm a Methodist. What do I believe? Well, I don't know. Why don't you engage the tech? Why don't you show up? and fully engage in worship mm-hmm. and, and encounter God and start to wrestle with what you believe, not just because of your history, your heritage, but because God is at work and moving in your life and the Holy Spirit is revealing things to you. So, mm. um, so good. you know, I mean, anything that you might say about how you see art doing that, how, what, what are the, when people come to life to the work of the Holy Spirit through this medium, because that's what it is, um, it's yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it's also the it's the beauty of the incarnation, right? You have you have God who is who was the way and the truth and the life before Christ could walk in that. Like he like God was existing in Himself all all the time um, before time, right? And and Jesus is showing up on all the pages of Scripture, even the Old Testament. You just show up in the New Testament, like He's showing up consistently. But the beauty of the incarnation is when He puts on flesh. Like when the reality of the human experience touches the reality of the divine, that is profound <laughs> to see like the reality of us meeting the reality of God. And that is what Jesus invites us to, 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 to bring our, the fullness of our reality to the Lord. And it's a crazy thing to think of, but like, this is what, is this the case that he's making, right? This is first Corinthians six. This is Hebrews three. This is, uh, like we are, we are now the dwelling place of God. That's a wild thing to say, but it's, it only, it only seems impossible um, because we have like a, an Isaiah six view of ourselves. Like we're pretty trash. There's no way God wants to be a part of me, uh, but he does. And so I think what, 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 what we see Jesus doing is we see uh, what it could look like to be the new humanity. Like we're, we're not that he's other, but he's showing a picture of what we're, what we're aspiring towards to be a fully realized human encountering the fullness of God. And so I think as we journey towards that, the more pictures, the more images we can see of real humanity touching the real presence of God, it helps to shape our vision. This is what um, uh, 1 John 3 says. Like we, we don't even know what we're going to be yet, but we know that when we see him, we should become like him. The more mm-hmm. I see him and get a vision for who he is, that's the more I become like him. And so all we get to do is hold up the full picture of who Christ is and the full humanity he walked in. And what that part of that humanity was on Friday we talk about was suffering. Suffering mm-hmm. is a part of our humanity. Um, he doesn't shy away from that. He, full, he, he lives in the fullness of it. I think when we see that, we're able to say, oh man, that I can find myself in that story. Mm-hmm. I'm not just having to bring this manicured, curated version of humanity to the Lord, but no, he walked in the fullness of what that was and, and, and still removed this thing of death. And so, yeah, it's, I, I, think it, I, think, I think it's what he does and what he invites us to. And we see that in the garden. We're going to unpack that more, but in the garden, there's this... Uh, just even been working through my Easter message, and mm-hmm. I love this a uh, this, this thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, no spoiler here. Uh, but there's this this wrestling with Jesus in the garden where he's like, you know, God 
Father, if there is any plan B, <laughs> mm. you know, if there is any other way, uh, I, I, you know, the human side of Jesus is wrestling with that. It's the, mm. uh, it's real, it's raw. And it's not that we go seeking suffering, I think is like, if we're, if we're engaging that mm. in the story and finding mm. ourselves in it, we find uh, that we are like Jesus in that and that we don't, you know, we don't, we don't want suffering. It's not, you know, yeah. this masochistic thing of like, the more I suffer, the more I'm like Jesus. So mm. I want to go try to suffer. It's yeah. when, I mean, suffering is a part of living a full life. Mm. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. love requires risk and mm. being human means to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. fully yeah. human. And so Jesus says, but your will, Father, not mine. Mm. And he's willing to do what Adam couldn't do. And so I think that's one example that you lifted up of how this, how we can come to life to this story. So it's not just, you know, something that we recite every year and going through the motions. So, you know, I, I would just, I want to say a word to our folks. You know, I know there are people that listen to this podcast beyond just the Foundry family, but if you're in the Houston area and uh, um, this is an opportunity to do something that might stretch you a little bit, it's not about your personal preference. It's, mm -hmm. It may be a little different than anything you've experienced before, but I want to encourage you to show up and to come and invite the Spirit to speak and to work in you in a way that transforms you and tra and change and brings you mm. to life to the to the mm. story of Jesus and helps you to celebrate Easter more fully in a way that is not just you know I'm happy I'm good yeah. flowers and mm. Easter bunnies but um, that actually changes our relationships yeah. so. That's good. Um, Come on. I'm ready to preach Easter already. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it in you, man. I hear it. All right. Well, um, thanks for joining us today, man. I mean, anything else you want to share or what the Lord's been? Honestly, just, just really excited to, to hang out with you guys, man. I think uh, I, I get to be a poet every day, which is really fun. Um, but being able to share it is always a gift. So um, come expect it. Uh, I'll be there, super expectant, and I think God's going to meet us in a really cool way. Jeremiah, mm -hmm. uh, I'm just I'm excited to to kind of it's kind of weird. It's like two worlds colliding a little bit, but like I really I think for people who know me in the congregation, I'm you know you guys see me on Sunday. I'm wearing you know whatever hoodie and jeans or but like creativity for me is really something that helps connect me to gathering uh, and to communing with God. And so I just want to invite everyone else to to do that with us. Awesome. Hope to see you good Friday, 7 p.m at our Jones Road campus. Um, and just since since I'm talking about that one service, we have a lot of things going on that week. We have a Monday Thursday service at Jones Road. We have a noon service, and then um, the, the noon service will be the more traditional Good Friday service. The 7 p.m. Um, Jones Road campus service will be this unique creative expression that I'm super excited about. And then we got Easter egg hunts. And then we got Easter egg hunts. Actually, the Jones hey. Road Easter egg hunt is the week before. Mm -hmm. uh, but at Fry Road um, this year, we're, <laughs> I, I just can't help myself every time. We're putting all our eggs in one basket <laughs> and uh, ah. we're going all in <laughs> for our big Saturday night blowout. We had such a great crowd last year. Um, just people from all over the community that showed up. So we have a we have a Saturday worship service, uh, Saturday Easter service at the Fryroot campus, mm -hmm. fo followed by a big family egg hunt. It, a lot of people said, you know, 
it helped them uh, really celebrate in a different way and yeah. and was great for families with kids didn't have to get up on Sunday morning and rush and you know all the stress and everything and and uh, and of course we have our regular Sunday morning services as well on both campuses so all that's online um, but we're really looking forward to a great celebration of the resurrection of Jesus and thankful Amen. low for you joining us Good Friday for this special yeah. night we're looking forward to it sir it's gonna be fun man can't wait. All right. Thanks for joining us. Peace out.